FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. A couple of things to talk about off the top here. Uh, Will Hahn leaving Star Racing Yamaha after a tremendous amount of success and heading over to the TLD guys, and uh, as well as the Feld Motorsports announced that in 2022, they will no longer have the FIM affiliation uh, to the Supercross Series. And so we'll talk about that and more with Paul Parabinos here from Rental.com. The undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969, Rental's has become notorious for relentless obsession of detail and quality through their commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. With a history full of innovations in engineering and legendary component reliability, Rental is universally regarded as the most trusted brand in the pro paddock and the first choice to the world's premier athletes and race teams. You look at Honda, you look at KTM, you look at Cowie. Uh, they've used Renthal, and they've used Renthal for a long, long time. So thanks to those guys for uh, stepping up for this reaction podcast. Uh, we've got some big news to talk about. Uh, Paul, what is going on in the world of Renthal right now? Man, we're, uh, we're super busy. Um, we're still challenged with, um, I guess, the same challenges everybody, every manufacturer is challenged with globally, right, and raw materials. But, um, but we've made a lot of progress. We're producing product at a higher rate than we ever have in the past. Um, so everything's really good. We got a lot of some new stuff in the pipeline that, um, we've been kind of making steps on. I have some stuff I'm testing on my bike personally right now. So, um, everything's really good. And, um, yeah, we got multiple series happening right now, obviously with, um, outdoor nationals and GNCC and, and world GPs. And we're going to try to continue to add to our, to our title count. So uh, hopefully we can, um, yeah, if we continue to win more titles each year than our competitors, Nobody can catch us, and that's that's important to us. Yeah, absolutely. I'm even involved in some top secret testing of rental product. You are, you yes. are. I did lean on you for a certain. Um, you are an avid mountain biker yes. these days, and uh, you you cycle in some very dry conditions. And we needed to test some product in those conditions. Oh, we have plenty rainy, fantastic. muddy, wet <laughs> conditions in England, um, yeah. but we needed something a little different. So we are putting some product through the paces with, with uh, Pulp Max's own Steve Mathis. Yes, fantastic. Uh, what is your uh, – is there something you're, is there something Renthal is working on behind the scenes to drop like in 2022 or like what's – is there something going on? Prototype? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like yes. we saw the Multi- Fat Bar 36. Things. Yep. Yeah, we have multiple things. Um, I, I don't want to comment on which will come first because honestly, it's 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 been hard for us to stick to our product development plans just with all the challenges that has come with COVID. Right. Um, we have we have a lot of distributors placing a lot of orders frequently. Um, there is yeah raw material shortages which we're working through. There's increased freight charges. There's lots of challenges that are that um, sometimes take priority over things. Uh, but really the time, so it goes back to kind of the rental philosophy, our timeline, when it comes to product, we, we, we're willing to fracture it as, as much as it needs to, um, for the sake of the product. So mm-hmm. that's a lot different from, from where I've worked in the past in this, in a similar capacity. Um, and, uh, yeah, the product come first and if we want to release it in January, but it's not ready in January, well, it's going to be later. And, and there's never been debate about that since I've been at rentals, which is really cool. Product, yeah. uh, product is, is paramount. It's uh, it's terrific product. Anybody, I think everybody listening to this has used something a rental over the years. I mean, something. Uh, if you have yeah. a motorcycle and you're listening to this, you've never used rental. I would be in shock. Bars, chains, grips, sprockets, yeah. something, something from rental. So I, I think maybe the newest thing that will be the new, coming from us might be something for one of your project builds, Steve. Oh. I'll, leave it, I'll I'll give you a, 
a hint. Oh, I can't wait. Like that. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, hey, so, uh, yeah, big news. We'll talk about what we uh, the latest and greatest stuff that's going on. Uh, Will Hahn, our buddy Wilbur, leaving uh, Star Yamaha, going over to TLD as a coach slash trainer. Um, what's your initial thoughts on this? Man, you know, uh, Will is a close friend of mine, and, and so is Tyler Keefe. And uh, I think, you know, we're going we're gonna to get Will on the phone here and hear from him himself. But uh, honestly, I think it boiled down to uh, he didn't want to move. I, I, I just think he has a lot of roots yeah. in California now. Um, you know, uh, a new fiance um her family so i think that's really what it boiled down to it's a it's a big move moving to florida um and i would think secondary to that decision is just the stress of being a team manager it's it's not easy you are yeah you are the point person to go to for many all things rider all things mechanic all things sponsor um your phone never stops ringing so um that's a, it's it's a very stressful 24 hours a day 365 days a year you know job which i'm sure he was shared by many people over at Star, Jeremy Coker and, and Brad Hoffman, a lot of the figureheads over there. I'm sure they all kind of figured out who's doing what. But um, but yeah, I got to think that this move is going to be a little less stressful, stressful for Will. It's a great uh, team. They've done a lot of things, great things over there. And I like the move to the goat farm. It's fantastic. It'll work really well. It'll raise the level of everybody. But putting myself in Wilbur's shoes, and I was a mechanic you know, living in California for 10 years, I, I'm not moving. I'm not doing that. I'm not uprooting my whole deal to go to Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, just, I'm just not going to do it. You know what I mean? I mean, props to all the guys that are doing it. Uh, that wouldn't be for me looking back on it. And, you know, and I'm not, I'm not yeah. saying it like, you know, ah, screw that. It's a terrible move. If you're young and you don't care, whatever, go and do it. But putting myself in Will's shoes and my shoes uh, as a veteran sort of mechanic, and he's a veteran team manager, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And I, I think, again, it's, it's, different for each person right yeah, riders yeah. typically riders typically make a little bit more they're younger they don't often have you know families and wives it's a little easier to relocate mm -hmm. and 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 they're a rider right at the same time they it's it's better for them but i think you know will has grown to really love california um and just financially when you own a home in california the way things are out here right now i mean <clears throat> he's gonna make money on his house i'm sure and and if you decide to leave California and go to Florida, it's it's a lot harder to come back. Like, what if you get there and you don't like it? And it's just like, man, it's, I just don't like it here. Yeah. It's boring. I, I miss California. I, I don't like the humidity and the bugs. There's lots of things. And I think, you know, because I entertained it even myself with my wife. And when you go back to Florida, when you move there at, at around this age, it's, you know, when you already have so many roots established in California, it's it's hard to go back so you got to make sure it's the correct thing and i mean you're fr you're a florian your wife is too you know what i mean like so yeah you'd be, you'd be going back to your home state unlike most of these guys so um yeah yeah what do you make of seth rarick uh taking the job over uh from, from will uh, 250 team manager what do you what think of rarick this will be his first chance managing a team i mean i think it's super impressive uh I, i'm super happy for seth i mean we're we're buddies as well he is a hard-working enthusiastic happy detail oriented guy and and he can fit that role and honestly i commend star yamaha with a lot of these moves um they have not been afraid to embrace a younger talent for their management positions and i think that's made them a force to reckon with on the team I, I, i'm sorry at the races right yeah i think a lot of their results are because they're putting these x riders or these these younger people in place you know that have extreme passion for the sport and and knowledge and it's not always about you know seth was a ex-pro and a really good writer himself but he's but i would say he's not the name that 
you would assume, you would often see mm-hmm. been put into a team manager role, right? I right, think, absolutely. I think, yep. I, I think Geico Honda uh, kind of adopted the same thing in, in their later years when they um, moved, oh God, what's his name? Uh, one of their head mechanics into the team manager role when, when Will left, I believe. Oh, Josh. Uh, his name. Yeah. Josh, yep. Josh, again, yeah. So again, not a not a famous rider by any means, but a, again, a guy that lives and breathes the sport and knows knows it in and out. And um, so I think Star and Bobby Reagan and Brad Hoffman and all those guys over there need to be commended for um, kind of picking the picking their talent because uh, it, it it again extends beyond riders. So I think Seth's going to do a really good job, honestly. Yeah, it'd be great to see him do this and step up. He was working at Alden Baker's as a trainer over there and. I think yeah, I think he'll do a great job. Um, let's uh, you want to get Wilbur on the phone? Yeah, let's call him. And now let's get the man uh, that we've been talking about uh, on the line to uh, discuss uh, his new position at uh, TLD Gas Gas and what made him leave uh, Star Yamaha. It's Will Hahn. What's up, Wilbur? How are you, man? Oh, not too bad. I just uh, got home from the day and yeah, can't can't complain a whole lot. So the news is out. It's one of the worst kept secrets in the industry, Wilbur. By the way. Just want you to know that, but you know it, it's out now officially. You left the Monster Star Yamaha guys. You're 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 going to TLD uh, rider coach slash trainer TLD Gas Gas. I guess let's start with um, before we talk about you know your early days in with TLD. Why the decision? Uh, and you know I just want to make one thing clear. It was 100 percent my decision, and um, what, what it boiled down to was is I didn't want to make the move to Florida. Um, just being honest. And, uh, also on top of this, Justin Barsha was very vocal about wanting me to be a part of his program, even from the days at Yamaha. And, uh, also Tyler Keefe, I mean, no one really knows this, but he's tried to hire me every year since I quit racing. Okay, um, and right. so, so, and it's just, he's always kept communication open and, and, and he's like, dude, I need you over here. And, you know, uh, I finally answered the call. You know, it was like one of those things where it was like, okay, you know, I think I do need to make a change because I'm not willing to make the move. Um, and I wanted to stay in California. I'm getting married at the end of the year. Uh, she's from here. Her family's here. Her dad is across the street from me. There's there's a lot of things in it mm-hmm. that um, we, we wanted to stay here um, when it came down to it. And uh, with all that said, you know, I, I do owe a lot to Star. I mean, they, they helped me build a hell of a resume. You know, I, I would love to claim that I did it, but um, without the team, it, it's obvious that it wouldn't be possible. So uh, they treated me great. They understood. Um, you know, obviously they weren't happy that I was leaving, but they understood the reasoning behind it. And uh, Bobby and, and all the guys really respected it. And Again, I, I want to thank them just for – obviously letting me to, to go pursue this this uh dream i have and and future here and um no it's it's really cool and and then again you know i owe a lot to justin this as well as well as tyler if uh if the team isn't going to move to the goat farm the star guys you're still doing this you think for them uh, yeah i don't know uh i mean obviously justin was very persuasive and very persistent uh-huh. um and so was so was tyler <laughs> so uh, I don't know. It would have been obviously, you know, a little bit tougher um, a decision. Like I said, I wasn't unhappy where I was at, right. and I did enjoy my role. And like I said, they treated me well. But um, you know, now seeing this and and kind of being around Justin in the last couple of days and stuff like that, it's it's definitely opened my eyes to where uh, I do really enjoy this role. It's going to be a little bit of a. I, I'm well. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. A little bit less stressful of a position for you, maybe a little bit more uh, fun 
uh, your your job with TLD Gas Gas as opposed to the star manager stuff? Yeah, I, I would think so. I mean, I, I still, I mean, the last five years, I've still woke up early and, and trained. Like, I, I don't know why. There's no purpose. <laughs> right. I wasn't trained for anything, but I still enjoyed it, you know? So this is a bonus, the, the fact that part of my job description is to work out and to be fit and to, to be a role model. So um, it's just honestly a bonus for me. Mm-hmm. Paul? I mean, yeah, Will's a good friend of mine, and we chit chat every once in a while here and there. And and um, you know, I think again, this move for him is is California. I think is number one. How he just said, but but a team manager is a stressful role, right? And Star is a very large team. And when you have guys on the East Coast, especially, and you're based on the West Coast, and you have so many guys, I would imagine Will's phone never stopped ringing, never stopped. You know, you're, you're always on it. You're always texting, and that's a high stress job. Um, it's probably hard changing jobs at Will's age a little bit, but I think this is probably his one of the last times he's going to want to do that. And I think moving across the country also is is a you know it's a big deal too. You know it's a big deal for Christian Craig and a lot of these guys, especially you know people that have have roots in California. So like Will does, so um, I think I think he's going to be. I don't want to say happier because I believe he's very happy in the role that he that he had at Star and 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 he really did a you know he doesn't want to take credit for it, but I worked with that team prior to Will being there and just a little bit when he was there and he changed and improved on a lot of things, not just, you know, working with riders and the the results, but just the overall professionalism of the team and how they communicated with sponsors. Um, Will is to thank for a lot of improvement over there. So, um, you know, he's the type of guy that, that goes full on on anything he's doing. And I think he's going to do the same thing over at TLD gas gas. And, um, he's going to be a good fit over there for sure. I think. So will part of your deal, um, are you going to be test riding at all for the team? Will, will that be part uh, of no. it? No, no, no. I mean, for, for me, I mean, obviously I don't know that I would ever say like, no, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I want to help in any way, any way form I can. I, I don't, I would never tell anybody absolutely no, but my focus is this. And, you know, the less I ride the, honestly the, the more i it's easier for me not to ride right um and then that that being because it's hard to show up when i haven't been riding for two months and then expect to give good feedback and and also i mean the, the other problem that is is unfortunately my track record is i do crash occasionally so uh if i end up hurting myself doing that then i can't do my real job it kind of defeats the purpose in my eyes and from what I understand, Wilbur, for the TLD guys, you're going to be a bit of a riding coach also. I don't know with so much with Justin. Uh, you'll probably help a little bit there. But with Moseman and Pierce Brown and whatever uh, other kids they hire over the years, you're going to do a little bit of that along the training? Yeah, I mean, 100%. It's, it's uh, you know, trainer and slash, you know, let's go work on technique. Let's figure out how you can be better here, how mm-hmm. you can be better there. And it's honestly exciting and it's honestly I've, I've been nervous at the same time because this is it's just foreign to me like i trained my whole life and i raced my whole life but mm-hmm. i didn't necessarily train anybody right so i don't want to i don't want to walk in and act like i know everything and and everything like that so i'm trying to be a sponge at the same time learn the guys and then also you know be open-minded to everything because as we all know like evolution everything changes so frequently like you know, oh, this is good for you. Oh, well, this is this fad's good for you, or whatever. But try not to get too lost in that, and and not not make it overly mm-hmm. complicated. Like you know, ride your dirt bike. We work hard, we and we go have fun doing it. Were you dreading the phone call to Bobby Reagan when you first decided to take the job? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it was really hard. We all right. sat down in a race, and I because I wanted to tell him face to face. Like I owed that to them, you know. Um, yeah. And they've done enough for me, and, and it was just, yeah, it was hard. I mean, 
you build whether you like it or not this is a business but at the same time when you spend as much time as we spend with each other at work i mean you're there late every night and it's it ends up being seven days a week so uh, to separate that business and friendship, it's it's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was it was a very very hard conversation, no I, doubt. I bet. Will you be at all the races with this role? Yeah, I I don't really see how I can't be uh-huh. uh, to do the job right, and I, and I feel like maybe that's one of my hangups. But like like Paul said, I, I I do pride myself, and when I do something, I'm I'm all in, and I, I don't know any other way to do that, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to be at the races, I think that's the most important day. I mean, yeah, the practice track's great, but race day is when most of the stuff happens. So it's at least until everyone's comfortable enough. And, yeah, maybe I take a weekend off here and there for a personal time or if I want to go do a mountain bike race or something like that. Um, But for the time being, yeah, I I need to be there. You know, uh, Wilbur, your guys, they don't – they don't – the TLD guys, they don't go on the podium every race. So I know you're used to just going there. Right now, after the checker, yeah. fl- like after the checker fly, you just like okay, how do I, how do I go? Th- like you may no, I'm already actually, halfway there. Yeah, you may have to just go back to the truck. Some motos, it's going to be weird, Wilbur. Yeah, and that's and that's fine, you know. And I think that that's where we all come together, and that's the end goal, right? Is to get better every weekend and 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 try to, you know, you want to win races. I mean, we all go there for a reason, and we're all spending a hell of a lot of money. No matter what team's in the paddock, I don't care what team it is. You're spending a hell of a lot of money to to go there and to, to go do to go race, and the, and the end result of that is to get the best result you possibly can. Mm-hmm. So that's the goal. I think, uh, and I, you know this, Will and, and Paul. I'm sure you know this also, but I think uh, you know six months down the line, if we we call you and ask you about this job, you're going to tell us how hard Barsha works because he really does, by all accounts. That dude puts in the miles on the road bike, does the gym work, rides his balls off. And, like, he is uh, – uh, the Yamaha guys have nothing but good things to say about him there, even though it didn't all go super smooth. The guy is a, is a worker, man, and, uh, you know, you're going to fit in with him. But I think that uh, if you don't know that already, Will, uh, he's a, he's going to be, um, you know, on it every day. Oh, and I, I already see it, you know. And, he, and, and the overall excitement to go there and go work is, is even better. Um that's what I'm so, I don't know, refreshing to kind of be around and different because, you know, I'm not around the riders every day in my old role. It wasn't like I was spending every moment with them. So right. it's just different. But to, to, like I said, and, and knowing him, obviously we were teammates for four years and, and I mean, he was a lot younger than, and I was around him a lot and he brought that energy then too. And it's honestly, he hasn't changed in that department and it's, it's awesome. It's, it's really cool to be around. And, and like I said, definitely keeps things. I mean, you, you can't go to the track with, laughing yeah yeah absolutely um you were one of the reasons that people would, would know that this is your choice and and it's and it's perfectly fine between you and the star guys was they hired your replacement you know while you're still there uh seth rarick our buddy seth is over there uh managing the 250 team your old job he was kind of shadowing you kind of working under you how do you think seth's gonna do will uh he's got a bright future um and i told him that i don't think he believes me still but i mean he was already better at me at a few things of just being he's very organized he he obviously is a lot like me where his heart's 100 percent in it um i mean he has a strong strong work ethic he's he's surpassed uh i don't know what i expected but he surpassed it you know Mm -hmm. and i think that that's um says a lot for his character and he's ready to meet this thing head on and he's all in it's it's uh it was really cool and like i said i'm really happy for him because he's just as anybody that knows the guy he's just a really good dude 
He has a Renthal reaction with Will Hahn on his new role at TLD Gas Gas. Um, yeah, it should be good, Wilbur. I think you'll be. Uh, I think you're going to fit in really well. I don't know if some of this hire, because TK doesn't want to talk to the media. TK is never very happy. Tyler Keith, the manager there. Um, so maybe you can maybe you can take some of that and make that turn that frown upside down sometimes, Wilbur. Yeah, and I think that's the end goal, right? Is like at the end of the day, we're you know we're trying as hard as we can, and and, and some results aren't going to be what you want. And that's anywhere. I don't care what team you're on. There's going to be days where they don't go great, but hey, that's uh, that's why tomorrow's always a new day. Uh, Paul, anything other questions for Wilbur? No, man. I just um, just I guess I'm I'm most interested to know. At maybe I don't, maybe Will can't tell us, or he doesn't want to tell us. But I'm interested to know what Marty Devalis's role is going to be at Star. Yeah, I honestly am not sure on that. I would comment if I knew, but I really don't. Yep, there we go. Uh, well, yeah, they're bringing them back home. They brought you back, Will, and now Marty's going back. They're, they're reaching into the archi- into the archives for 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 riders. Uh, listen, I think they're probably trying to replicate the success that you helped those guys with, you know, in getting Marty. Well, uh, yeah. and I guess you got to think about it too. And I don't know the logic, and I'm I'm speaking with you know, kind of out of context, possibly, but. I mean, he's already from the area. He knows the area well. It could really help accommodate the riders while they're getting to know it. Um, the ins and the outs, where to fly, when not to do this, when to do that, mm-hmm. and maybe just overall. I mean, you got to think that he would be really good working with amateurs as well. Um, you know, anybody that knows Marty's very personable, easy to talk to, uh, positive, um, all that stuff. Yeah, very positive guy, and so it's. It's just one of those. Yeah, I just I think it does fit. It, all of it makes sense. But mm-hmm. yeah, again, I don't know the exact role, but I think he would be an asset regardless. What did uh, what do you what did you experience learn over there at Star Yamaha and all the championships and all the wins and everything else that maybe you want to bring to TLD Gas Gas? Is there is there a, an, an organizational way? Is there a, a, an attitude? Is what 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 kind of stuff did you want to do? I mean, I think the thing is with this is it's just it's just hard work. I don't think it's anything crazy <laughs> right. or a secret, and that's just the bottom line. And everyone's going to say that. And it sounds like a cliche type answer, but it's the it's the honest to god truth. I mean, everyone over at Star just I mean they plain and simple they work their ass off to go win races, and I think and not to say that any other team doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone obviously wants to, but yeah, I, I just think that that work ethic and there's no stones unturned. Can you come back on the Pulp Show now? No, not if you're still there. Yeah, I think I'll still yeah. be there. Yeah, I think that's I, the problem. Yeah, when, Will. yeah, when, yeah. When you when you retire and you hand it off to whoever or whoever buys it, then I'll go back on. Oh, okay. he's he's there. He's there every time. He never takes a day off. He's there every time. No, not true. Wygant and Blair hosted one time. It was a total disaster. Uh, yeah, I would have come on to that show. Right, I was in Mexico. Uh, they hosted. They came to my empty house and hosted, and it was a disaster. And we learned our lesson. So. I heard it was one of the better shows as well. Oh, you did? I, okay. I actually really enjoyed it, to be honest with you. Oh, uh, I, I can't believe I'm hearing this. It's, it's bullshit. Um, well, Wilbur, uh, thanks for doing this. Good luck in the new gig. Um, you're going to be great. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a switch for you for sure. I think I think you'll enjoy, like like you always, like you said, you always bicycled. You always kind of worked out. You enjoyed that part of it. I think you'll enjoy the little bit less stress. You know what I mean? Uh, TK is going to handle the team manager jobs and all the phone calls and, you know, the stuff like that. And you can maybe just take a little bit of a breath and step back a little bit. Yeah, I think it's it's just different. Like I said, having a role of like, okay, just make sure the riders got what they need. There's yep. no 
not the other like okay do we have tires do we have you know it's right, right. whatever else that you know you have to deal with as a manager but it's like it definitely is a different um i mean there's always gonna be stress in a job doesn't matter what you do but mm-hmm. there it's definitely a different different level of it for sure well cool man thanks for coming on i appreciate it good luck will we'll see you at the races man thanks you boys i appreciate it Renthal reaction with uh with will hahn uh paul he'll do a great job he really will i mean we love to bust his balls we're all buddies with him. You know, he's a super good dude over the years. Uh, but he will do a good job. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's no doubt in my mind, right? And I said uh, in, in my mind about that, and I said it on on the line with him that, yeah, he just he, – and he said it himself. He works hard, and uh, I think he has a high attention to detail, and he, and he you know, he dots the I's, he crosses the T's. And I think, you know, he was a, he was a figurehead over at Star that really got that team organized and working hard together. And all these teams that, especially the 250 teams, right? 450 is a little bit different. And this team will be a little bit different as well because they have Barsha. But um, the teams that really rally together and have good camaraderie between the mechanics, the riders, and everybody. And, and we're seeing that with Star right now. You know, you see them out at the practice track and they're all riding together. I really do think that that makes a difference. Um, we had that at Pro Circuit the years that I was there. And we won a lot of races there too. So um, no doubt in my mind, Will's going to be um very successful there and and i think one thing that can't go unsaid is is the master stroke from tyler keith with this move um you know we try to do this in business you know many different areas and and a lot of times the best way to strengthen your own team is to weaken somebody else's and and that can't be overlooked he is he's interjecting change into the star racing team tyler keith is um, which is somebody he has to race every single weekend, and he's strengthening his team and, and you know, again, interjecting change. I'm not going to say weaken, weaken yeah. their team, but, um, you know, and Tyler Keith did it with his suspension guy in the past. He kind of snatched him away from pro circuit. So I think those moves, um, you know, I think Tyler needs to be commended for for his foresight and, and strengthening his, his team, you know, beyond riders. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, the will – Will help tr- uh, the star guys. Look, he. I think there were some people with their noses out of shape, bent out of shape because Will was getting a lot of credit. You know, when the team started turning things things around, and there's no doubt the platform of that YZ250 is a, is a big help in why the team is so successful. But uh, Will certainly has, um, um, you know, a lot to deserve a lot of credit. And I think there are guys there that were a little bit bent out of shape at, at how things were going because Will Wilbur helped change the team. And in the media and in the fans' eyes, he got probably too much of the credit. Not he wasn't asking for it. He didn't tell people that. But I'm, you know, saying gen- in general. And I think there were people a little, a little bent out of shape. Well, yeah, and I mean, I think that's that's just a bit because of his name, right? Like he's a he's a professional rider, a, a past champion. People know the name Wilhan compared to a lot of other names on that team that haven't been riders before. So. Um, but yeah, maybe there's yeah a little bit of that, right? He, he did, he has been on many different teams in the past, right? Geico Honda, Factory Cowie. I'm I'm sure I'm missing something. TLD Honda in the past. So you know, and and he's been a sponge through all that. So I think he absorbed a lot of things and he applied the things that he believed work, and he made sure he left out the things that were you know poison inside of a team or harmful. So. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be – it's an interesting change, and I think that's why we're talking about it on this pod. Rental.com, 230 U.S. titles, 223 world titles, 453 major championship titles combined uh, since starting way back in the day in 1969. Uh, thanks to the hard work and dedication detail, the Rental Factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since way back in 69. A fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Uh, Paul Parabino's with me from Renthal. And, uh, Paul, the other news to uh, drop was uh, 
The Feld, uh, Feld Motorsports, the promoters of the Supercross Series, announced that in, starting in 2022, their affiliation with the FIM, which is the world governing body uh, for uh, motorci- motorcycle racing, um, it, it, they're not going to longer uh, team up with them. This is something that started in 2003, and it was a uh, you know first a brilliant bit of chess work by then Pace Motorsports because the AMA was fighting with Pace for a Supercross uh, uh, contract. And the AMA said, nope, we don't want to use you, Pace, for, to put on Supercross events. We will use Jam Sports. So something called Jam Sports got the, got the 2003 Supercross series, and it was announced, and it was a nine-round series or something, whatever it was. And then the guys at Pace, they went, uh, they did a nice little chess move, want to end around to FIM, which is the world sanctioning body, which has uh, power over the AMA. It has a power over all the individual country sanctioning bodies. And Pace went to the FIM, struck a deal. The OEMs were faced to go, forced to go back to uh, the FIM, what they wanted, because they governed everything. And we had a World Supercross Series, and it was, and then the, the U.S. Supercross Series went back to Pace. They they went back to the bargaining table after that chess move. And we've forever had FIM affiliation in our Supercross Series, and uh, by default, we've had to take the WADA. Um, uh, punishments for uh, drug testing and and the the penalties and everything else and we've seen with whether it's Tickle or Stu or Kate Clayson or Christian Craig we've seen what a joke that is those penalties are based around the Olympics not around a, a, a an athlete who has a small window in our sport um, and over and over the guys at Pace uh, and now it's Feld they just sold to Feld and, and they kept renewing the FIM contract. Um, over and over and over, and I just was screaming and yelling about it on my show. We don't need them in our sport. Uh, the American Supercross Series is the ultimate off-road championship. There's no doubt about that. Um, finally, Paul, finally, after all that uh, talking by me, um, they have uh, done the right thing. Uh, your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, well, you covered a lot of stuff there, right? And um, so I guess to go to the beginning a little bit – I I think we would both agree it was the correct move in the beginning. And this was at a time when international expansion was was the kind of agreed upon direction that would take our sport and grow it was was the goal. Right. And that's why we were having supercrosses in Spain and Switzerland and Holland and, and Canada and, you know, two series for a while. Right. And an AMA series and a World Series. Um, and then for the longest time, it seemed that the deal just kept getting renewed for really no more not the correct reason anymore it was just kind of automatic um i think there was rumors that part of the reason why they wanted to renew was they were fearful that the fim themselves would would embark on creating a supercross series of their own um so this was kind of like a move to prohibit that or at least that's kind of word on the street i don't know if that's accurate uh, so, yeah I, I think that was part of it part of it was to also the feld guys had eyes at the expansion you know uh further expansion of the supercross series so they needed fim to be on board with that yeah and and you know when you read the press release about this it sounds like covid was a reason that they state for this change um maybe that is there's truth to that maybe that is the full truth i don't know but i think I think what you touched on with Tickle and Stu and Clayson and Christian Craig, I think that was the the driving force to get us to the point we're at now where we haven't re- redone this agreement. Because I think that really those those drug rules that were impounded on our series and our athletes um, didn't fit the punishment, did not fit the crime, in my opinion, in any instance. I think we put Stu into early retirement because of it. 
Um, I think we ruined some great years for Brock Tickle to make some money because of it. Um, so <clears throat> I, uh, I, th- I think, you know, I think we're going to learn a lot more about this change as the, as the series starts and as we see rule changes or, or staff changes or little things different like that. But on the outside, looking at it today, I, I think it's going to be a positive move. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. There's there's no reason to have them involved. Let let somebody start a World Supercross <laughs> series. I mean, there used to be one. Uh, I went to a couple with Tim Ferry, and, and there was a four-rounder. Robbie Renard won one year, and, and Damon Huffman won one year, I believe. And it's like, let them have a four-race series. Everybody knows what is the premier Supercross series in the world. It's here in America, you know? Um, so go ahead and do that or whatever. But it made absolutely no sense. And, you know... I know some things behind the scenes of what Christian Craig and Cade Clayson had to go through, and even Brock, and they were absolutely got no help from the FIM, zero help from those guys. Nothing was done. The AMA was pleading with FIM to help, and and you know they they just weren't doing anything. You know what I mean? They just were taking this, taking the money, slapping on a world championship name, um, and, and going on their way. And there was just no reason to have these guys involved in the sport. I mean, it just it was insane to me to, to be. Do, to be doing this and if you know the history of the fim behind the scenes uh you'll know that there is a lot of backroom dealings there's a lot of shady stuff goes on whether it's the cma and cmrc sanctioning issue up in canada whether it's people who get the gps back in the day uh lots of things go on that um are pretty weird and i just i just why 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 that there's no need to have these guys it was a great move to get the series back under their control Feld guys back in the day but to keep renewing it absolutely made no sense. So I'm glad that they've done this. This is a good step forward. And so now we need to see the Feld folks and the MX Sports folks work together, uh, come up with a with a, a universal comprehensive drug testing program, use USADA, which is what the MX Sports guys use now, and use USADA penalties, uh, go forward with that, go use their testing procedures, everything else, or simply develop their own, which is what NASCAR has done. Um, develop your own, work together, um, much, much uh, more uh, cohesion is needed between those two. And I think it'll happen from people talking to people behind the scenes the last couple of days. I think, it, I think it'll happen. I think we'll see uh, some dates move and some, some allowances given uh, by both series to allow for more rest. Um, and and I'm, I'm all for that. If they, if they can get on the page and stop hating each other, uh, the sport will be better off for it. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it's again, it's been surrounded by so much talk of, we need to grow the sport. We need to do this. We need to do that. Um, and I, I kinda, I'm a little bit gone from that theory. Like we're a small sport. I think we're always going to be, I think we need to cater to the people that are in this sport. Um, and, and yeah, the U S is the biggest market and we're deserving to have our own, you know, U S national and U S supercross season and our own kind of guidelines and, and, and run our own program. So I think it's going to interject. Um, I don't want to say it. I, I just think it's going to create more of a fun series for both, more cohesion, right? As you stated, um, I'm not saying it's going to be any less serious or any less coveted to win either one of the titles, but um, I think it's coming at a good time for where riders are in, in our series and, and, you know, kind of how things are changing a little bit, right? Like people are starting to, um, try to extend their careers a little bit longer. We're not in that age of a lot of people, you know, a lot of these top guys retiring super early. Um, I don't think we're going to have the, you know, some of the nightmares that you hear of, you know, Chad Reed and Villopoto and all these guys, how they had, you know, random drug screeners knock on their door at 10 o'clock at night on a Wednesday night. Right. That's a bit ridiculous. 
Um, so hopefully there's less of that. And, and again, hopefully it's just everybody benefits from it. You know, I think it'll be interesting to see what changes are made as far as race direction on the race day itself. Right. There's been a lot of talk of, about John Gallagher and he's an FIM guy. And now what about his position? What's the change going to happen there? So that's the yeah. next interesting part for me, but, but we'll see, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Think we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, for, for people who don't know for a few years, there was a World Supercross title and an AMA Supercross title, but Daytona didn't count for the World Rounds, but the two in Europe did count for the World Rounds. And then we had different rule books for 250 class, different different rules for 250. We had a different referee for 250 class because that was AMA, different yeah. referee for 450 class. I mean, that's come, that's fixed. That's been fixed for a while now. But just to give you an idea of what a cluster this thing was over the years, it's 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 ridiculous. And uh yeah, if anybody knows who listens to the Pulp Show, they've known I've rattled on about this uh, more than a few times. There's simply no reason to have the FIM involved in our series. Um, and that comes from a guy that tra- likes traveling over there and likes going to the races. I got no problem with the with the series and, and everything in general. But for, for the American skies to, to, to pay money to have somebody rule over their series that they just step into, they didn't create, they don't benefit, they don't help it in any way other than a title is ridiculous so uh yeah. that's that's like me saying you know hey uh uh, uh i'm gonna go to uh dmxs guys and pay them money and they can make the rules for the pulp show like what <laughs> like what uh, you know what i mean so yeah it's a good thing for the sport ultimately and uh, we'll see going forward uh from here what happens i think we'll see some changes though paul i think you're right we'll see some changes in the direction of um of who's making the rules and who's making the calls and that'll be interesting to see going forward so yep for sure so- uh Renthal.com uh, reaction to Will Hahn, as well as the uh, FIM and the Feld going their separate ways. Thanks for listening, everybody. Renthal.com for more information, whether it's uh, old trusty old 7-8s bar or the Fat Bar 36, which is the latest, greatest thing from Renthal. Uh, please check that out and uh, support them uh, as they've supported so many great race teams over the years. Thanks for listening.